Let's Get Radical Live is brought to you by AICPA Engage. AICPA Engage is the premier event for accounting and finance professionals in the U.S., bringing together experts across the practice and topic areas of tax, finance, and estate planning, advanced accounting and auditing, practice management, technology firm management, and marketing. Find out more at AICPAengage.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Jody Pedar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here's your host, Jody Pedar. Welcome back. I'm Jody Paydar, the Radical CPA, and you're listening to Let's Get Radical. Um, we're live here at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas at the Engage event. Um, and it's pretty cool because I think there's like 4,000 people here and there's 360 sessions. And you wow. could start your session this morning at 6.30 and get some CPE. How about that? A little <laughs> it's a little kind of crazy. Um, I have to big, give a big shout out to Intuit and Botkeeper for sponsoring my podcast today. And, um, and I'm here with our next guest. And our next guest is Aaron Bernson. And I'm going to have him introduce himself and tell us a little bit about what you do in your firm. And he's speaking like all day long for like three I, days. I, I don't, don't know. know what you're talking about. I, I, just, <laughs> I, I just keep saying yes every time they ask me to talk. Um, so my name is Aaron Burson. I am the managing director at uh, a virtual at Getry Marcus in New York City. Uh, what that is, it's our cash practice that we're building out, um, which is basically doing the outsourced accounting for small and medium-sized businesses, leveraging technology to the nth degree is how I like to say it. Um, really trying to find some software solution or some technological option to solve every pain point that both our clients and our staff are actually having. So kind of the goal is zero data entry by a human. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, we're pretty close to that. That's <laughs> awesome. And now you're speaking a lot. So tell me a little bit of uh, some of the things that you're speaking about today. Hmm. Every time someone asks me that, I remember like some and not the others, but <laughs> let's see. Uh, so how to build a tech stack. So kind of what you should be looking at and what you uh, how you should evaluate it and how you should prepare your firm to actually start implementing that. Um, how to not get fired by clients. So how to wow them and <laughs> do a great job. Yeah. Um, and how to kind of be that champion, that leadership uh, change uh, agent, if you will, within a larger organization. So my background, I was at a, a large top 20 firm before I came to Getry Marcus, where that's what my role was, building out the same cast practice. So I have a, a good experience working within the confines of a larger organization to, to implement and, and drive change forward. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and I, I think this is an important question. Do you consider yourself a CPA or technologist first? That's actually a really interesting question. So, I, I think of myself as a CPA first, uh, primarily because that has the ethical connotations and integrity of what I want to deliver to my clients, um, is very tied closely to that, that CPA designation, right? Uh, the technologist for me, that's more of my hobby and my, my things that I do for fun, and I just somehow got to do that as part of my day job. So I don't really think of myself as a technologist, although that's often what I'm doing and evaluating and building out workflows and seeing how to use software better and everything from that standpoint. Um, so I guess I've become a technologist. Uh, but my core and my traditional training is that accounting and that CPA, and that's 
kind of what drives me to want to help others and help mm-hmm. businesses is why I got into that that profession to begin with. So that's I, I consider myself more a CPA first and technologist second and business advisor and advocate and all those other titles right. after that. Yeah. Now, would your firm at your firm would your peers call you a technologist or would they call you a CPA? Um, within that con, I mean, they call me a, an app junkie, really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what they would call me. Um, but in that context, they'd call me a technologist first because I'm the one bringing the technology to the firm. And that's the lens they see me yeah. as is the technology guy. Right. Um, so, yeah, they'd, they'd say technology. I yeah. think that's really interesting, too, because like I always say, I do practice management, not technology. And everyone says, oh, you, you know all the technology. I'm like, no, I run a firm right. and I just happen to use technology. But I think CPAs as a whole don't necessarily make that connection that mm-hmm. you have to have technology to run a firm today. There's there's yep. no practice management without technology today. Yeah, that's 100 percent true. I mean, I think that technology is has finally infiltrated every aspect of what we do within the profession that really to be competitive and to move forward, you have to, right? You have to use technology and knowing it better than your competition is what allows you to use it better. Cause most, I mean, most people use like 20 to 30% of the software they use and right. they leave everything else on the table. Um, I mean, I, I joke around, it's like our brains, right? We use like 10% of our brains or, and we leave everything else out there. Uh, same thing with the technology we use at in firms. So, and I, I think that knowing it gives you that leg up. Yeah, I think so, too. Now, do you think um, the profession is finally moving to where they need to be as opposed to five years ago? Uh, that's a good, Yes, I think we finally are moving. There's a lot more momentum behind uh, the adoption of technology and, and people understanding it. But I, I also think that that's a little bit of a bubble with the people that attend conferences like this, right? They. Okay. They understand it, and that's why they're investing in being here, right? That's why they have one, two, three, five people, however many people actually attending a conference like this, because they understand the value of that. But there's a tremendous amount of firms in the middle that either feel they don't have the resources to invest in it and haven't bought into it, or they're just happy going the way that they're going. And I think that's the 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 missing ground that we haven't hit yet in the profession. You have the really large firms who are doing some really innovative stuff, throwing a lot of money at it. Um, And then you have the really small firms who are realizing to compete with anyone above them, they have to use the technology. So they've driven it faster Then that whole mid market. I think of of firms is really uh, hanging on to what they've been doing. I mean, they also typically have an older partner group um, who are closer to retirement right now. And they're struggling through that stuff. And, and they don't always have key like one leader, right? So a lot of times it's like seven partners making mm-hmm. seven different decisions, right? As yep. opposed to, you know, the bigger firms typically have more of a CEO type leader, right? right. right. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that that translates into then that you know mixed vision and mis- mixed messaging, and they haven't really bought in. But as a whole, I mean, I think the profession is is really picking up steam and moving in that direction. I mean, digital adoption is I think higher than ever. I mean. Everything that we do has some technology component to it. I mean, even at, at mid-sized firms, I mean, they're still using technology to do it. And I think they're, it is finally picking up steam. I think it'll be a little bit longer till we have the whole profession on board with it. Right. But I, I think that we're definitely, we're a lot closer to where we should be than we were five years ago. I, I would agree with that. Now, how do you think ML and AI and um, all these new buzzwords, cybersecurity, whatever, mm-hmm. how do you think all of that's going to play into our space? Um, so I think I have a little bit of a unique 
take on that, I guess. So a lot of practitioners think that we have to learn how to do all this stuff, how to how to program AI and how to right. use it ourselves and we and all this stuff. And it's I think that it's going to be just like a lot of other technologies that have been developed and, and we use on a daily basis. It's going to be the foundation for what we do and it's going to be what runs in the systems we use. But as practitioners, we will need to know how to use those tools and have a core understanding of what AI is and machine vision and learning and what what it does just to conceptually be comfortable with it. Um, but ultimately, I don't think we have to know how to make an algorithm and how to actually facilitate that. It's more of use the systems. like. We, we send wires and ACHs all the time. How many accountants actually understand the banking system of how the money moves and the Fed and everything goes through? You'll have a few that do, but majority don't. And we trust it and we accept that it works. Uh, I think that a lot of these technologies are going to be the same thing, that that's going to be the, the underlying engine of what we use. But do we really need to know how to do it? No, but I think it's going to ultimately revolutionize how, we, uh, how those systems perform those functions and then ultimately the efficiencies we gain from those. Yeah, and I think one of the things about that piece is that it, if you look at, I'll say, the older generations, like they don't necessarily um, or understand how easy the tech is going to evolve, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's a big change because I think when people adopt new tech, um, today there's still that miss. That, that misunderstanding that, oh my God, it's going to be so hard to, to do this tech in the firm. And yes, yeah. you need training, but the tech today, especially the stuff that's coming out of startups, is significantly easier to use than in years past, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, and I think that comes from, I mean, traditionally, you, you picked a software, you kept it for 10 years, you went through a six-month implementation phase, and it was costly, and you had right. to do all this training. And that's when most of these uh, people who have been around for a, a longer time, what they're used to, because that's what it was, right? So now you, you tell them, oh, yeah, we can spin up a, a software. It takes 20 minutes to set it up, and then we'll go through a few hours of training, and you'll be right. comfortable around it. That is scary to them, right? Because they're used to days and days of training and months of implementation <laughs> and costs and everything. So I think that just inherently scares, <laughs> scares right. them. Right. Nobody believes it, right? Yeah, exactly. It can't be this good. There's no way. Um, but yeah. So what do you think is going to be the most exciting new technology that's going to have an impact on our space? So you're the app junkie, right? So what's, what, <laughs> what's the app? What's the app of the day? The app du jour? <laughs> yeah, right. um, <laughs> I'm not going to say any names, but I think some of the, some of the new apps that are really baking in uh, AI to the core of what they do uh, from the very beginning are, uh-huh. are really what's going to be uh, revolutionary for what we do because they're going to allow so much more analytical and consulting built off of it um, simply because they're looking at so much more than what we've ever looked at historically. I mean, on the reporting side, on the fraud detection side and all these things, um, I think that's really what's going to revolutionize what, what we're doing. Um, I'm trying to think of a few that I've seen here, but I don't want, I don't want to say names, but um, but yeah, a few of them I think are really—they're they're actually getting that, right? Um, and they're—they're they're building that in, and they're leveraging it really well. I—I I would like to see a few of them open up some of those toggles a little bit to customize it, so that if you use a third-party system, everyone doesn't get the same advice off of it. Mm-hmm. Right, where you can you can adjust your risk appetite or your you know how aggressive you want to be or, or not. I, I would like to see them build that into it a little bit more, which I think will be like the, the next phase where you can then customize your AI um, without again having to know how to build your own. Right, but I think I think AI, machine vision, machine learning. I mean, I know those are the buzzwords, right? But right. I think those those are really what's going to change everything. But it's going to be how we use them that's going to change them. 
if, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely, <laughs> totally, completely agree with that. So um, this is always my last question. And what did you do in Vegas last night? What did I, do? I went to see Ka. Oh. I've, I've actually been here a few times, but I, I've never actually gone to see it and uh-huh. or stay in, in the hotel. So uh, I went to see that. That was actually... A good show? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It actually was a good music, good show. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And then... I just went out walking the strip a little bit and enjoying the nice weather because it was relatively cool last night. Right. I think it was only in the like 90s. Um, so it was relatively cool, but um, did that and then, of course, did some work since I'm... Right, since you're uh, speaking I'm, all day long. Exactly. <laughs> I, I got to do work sometime. I wake up and start work before <laughs> the day starts and then after the day. And uh, that's where I fit in all the other time that I need to do stuff. But yeah. Well, this has been really informative. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join Thanks us. For having me. Um, and we are live at the AICPA Engage event. Uh, stay tuned for more interviews to come. Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com. Into its mission is to power prosperity around the world. Our global products and platforms are designed to empower consumers, self-employed, small businesses, and tax and accounting professionals to improve their financial lives, finding them more money with the least amount of work, while giving them complete confidence in their actions and decisions. Intuit is proud to be a part of the AICPA Engage 2019 event. You can see us live at the event at booth 329. That's booth 329. Visit us on the web today at Intuit.com. Accounting professionals all have one thing in common. We cut our teeth doing the manual bits of bookkeeping, so we all know how much it sucks. But not anymore. BotKeeper brings bookkeeping into the future with its combination of skilled accountants, machine learning, and artificial intelligence. When you start BotKeeping, you say goodbye to costly and error-prone manual accounting. Your bot extracts data from receipts, processes payroll, pays bills, sends invoices, reconciles accounts, and so much more. On top of all that, you're backed by a team of senior accountants who handle critical thinking, complex accounting, and help you draw out meaningful insights from your business data. BotKeeper works hand-in-hand with your existing team, or it can cut costs and serve as your entire accounting department. You get to decide. Learn more about bookkeeping with BotKeeper at BotKeeper.com. Better than humans, better than machines. Automated bookkeeping with a human touch. BotKeeper.com